What's good? What's up, everybody? It's Rakhavin. And today, um, on, the, on this podcast, we're going to be talking about um, taking life for granted. Like, taking life for granted and not appreciating the things that you have right now or that you have at the moment. Um, I can firsthand. Um, so let's get started. Um, I can firsthand tell you by. Um, take the part about taking life for granted. Man, I've done that so many times, especially um, my freshman year, 2017. Uh, you know, I thought I was a star, and uh, I thought I was a star of like everything. I was an athlete. I was a dual sport athlete, playing basketball, football, whatever. <coughs> um. Middle school, I was a standout athlete, started a basketball team, winning awards left and right. Football team did the same thing. You know, I just thought I was on top of the world. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, I had my work ethic. I worked out a lot, did a lot, but I always was boasting about myself, like, of how, like, good I was and stuff, like, and they didn't really appreciate like the game and like appreciate everything uh, that was given to me at an early age or when I was born. Well, God get the talent, as they would say. But, um, yeah, I never appreciated that stuff like that. Like when I was younger. And it, it wasn't until when my injury happened um, in practice it was, um, I think it was like a Tuesday, Tuesday, like before the game, before like our big game, it was a rivalry game. And we were playing, we was, um, we was um, doing a little uh, jet sweep play and I came off a jet sweep and I cut to the outside, but my leg planted the wrong way. And my leg um, almost broke in half. Um, it was a surreal event for me because, like, I've never been injured severely. Like, most of the injuries, I had, like, a broken finger or whatever. <coughs> that was it. I really didn't have no really major injury, so it was my first um, major injury of in my life. But, you know, me being me, I'm thinking, oh, it's just a sprain. Whatever, I can't walk on it now, but it's just a sprain. So went to the doctor um, that night because I could not walk for nothing. This I sh- then that's when I started losing hope. But then they uh, came in the emergency room and told me after my X-rays, like uh, my knee was basically shattered, uh, blew a hamstring off the bone and everything. And you know I broke down, like because I've never been been in that position ever. So fast forward to. I guess, um, sophomore, no, it was freshman year, it was basketball, um, it was basketball season, um, my first game, while I was playing varsity as a freshman, and I couldn't play no more because, um, I couldn't play because, you know, my injury and stuff, and the first game was very hard for me because 
like I said, it was a, because uh, I was just used to playing always on the go, and like I had to sit the bench and just watch my teammates play. It was the hardest thing I ever had to do in my whole life. Um, I felt like I let everybody down. Like, depression set in real quick, real, real quick. Man, it was unimaginable. Uh, it definitely hurt, but you know, as the season went throughout, I couldn't like I couldn't move how I wanted to at that at that point. Like, started losing a lot of friends, started losing a little bit of everything, started losing my dignity, started losing who I was, and I really just gave up. You know, I was doing, um, every day I just sit around and eat. I wouldn't even do anything. I wouldn't get up, try to work out or anything. So it was, uh, it was very hard during that time. But luckily, um, my mom, she told me, you know what, I believe in you. And this is an opportunity for you to better yourself. So next time, you won't be in the same position, basically. Because she, she was in my ear all the time about being humble, stop taking life for granted, just enjoy everything you got right now and everything will work out in the future. But me being like 13, 12, 14 years old, I'm never, I was never going to understand that. But... um you know, it was it was crazy that she, out of all people, was still there for me even after what she told me. And I mean, like, but I'm pretty sure, like, once she told me that she told me once she told me um, that I was like, you know what, I can do this, or I can make a comeback, I can be my old self again. Um, but it's gonna take time, and I want to do it the right way. And I'm pretty sure that's every athlete's mindset. I know every other athlete out there that's been through an injury has that same mindset. But you know, it took dedication to do it because, like, I went from like I had to start off walking. Like I had to take everything slow because me being who the person I am, I like speeding things up and like keep going. So I was trying to speed up the process, but I was like, man, I'm hurt myself if I keep doing this. So I stopped and just took it slow, you know, ice. And little did I know, I started uh, jogging and running. I started doing all that again. So it was around, oh, uh, this time, like sophomore, uh, sophomore year, it was um, going into my junior year in the summer. Uh, the coach, me and him, wasn't really seeing eye to eye. Like he was still helping me back because my injury. I'm like my injury is like two, two a year and a half ago, a year and a half ago, or like two years ago, and you're still holding me back. Like it makes no sense. Like I was ready to play, so. More of the story, I got rid of that. I, I I had to leave and come to the school where I'm at now, and that's JP2. But JP2 gave me an opportunity because, like, the coaches, football coaches was very adamant, and my friends was persuading me to play football again. 
and I swear never to play football again and I ended up doing it. So it was a blessing in disguise because I was scared of playing it again of re injuring my leg. In my first game I was nervous. My first game back I was really nervous. So but after a while it just became like a few games after a few games I just became, I just felt like my old self again because I was playing, you know, doing everything everybody said I couldn't do. But most importantly is that I was a new person. I was humble. I was more hungry and more willing to put in more work. I wasn't really boasting about myself, you know. Just, you know, taking everything like this is God's gift, it's a blessing. So, um, did good my first year back. Really, really good. Um, then my senior year, um, had a more productive year. Um, this year included like the last season. I had a way more productive year. Um, tally three interceptions, 24 tackles. Um, one touchdown for like I think 150 yards, but I was I was a defensive person. I wasn't I was an offense. I played corner, so it was it was it was um, it was a great experience. I mean, and we finished our high school high school year uh, with the best record in high school history with eight and three. So, I mean, things were turning around for the better at that time. A lot of things was going going great. But then came a time where I had to quit basketball. I had to um, face one of the most difficult decisions in my life, and that was quitting the sport I loved the most was basketball. So we quit. I had to quit basketball because... I felt like I needed to to be who I wanted to be and succeed. All I wanted to be was an NBA player. Like, we'll go to college first, and then whatever happens at the college, you know, we'll go go from there. But I seen that my football skills were getting more recognized than my basketball skills. So I was like, okay, well, I guess we'll try this other football thing then. And I'm talking about college of the college of the college was coming, you know, offering me, but not they weren't the offers I wanted, but I was getting something. So it wasn't until I quit basketball, I was I quit basketball, sat down with the coach and everything, you know. And after that game, after the game, my last game, I quit. I mean, it was over. Um I went home. I was heartbroken, like, cause I, I never thought I'd walk away from the game like that. But I, that's what I need to do. I felt like I had to do it. So I think I felt like I was taking the game of football for granted, not working on my football skills more. So after um, what? Mm, it was that following weekend. Uh, I was 
training. I was um, going on a visit to one of the schools that uh, offered me, you know, Swanee up in in Tennessee. I don't know which part, but it was in Tennessee. So it was in Tennessee. Um, it was great, but it wasn't the place I wanted to be at. Like, it was a great school, but I was like, I'm so much, I'm so much more better than D, a D3 school. Like, I feel like at this point, I my family down. Like, I was like, man, I can't, I gotta keep trying, I gotta keep working, because I don't know, I don't want to end up here. And then, like, no other colleges was coming, so it was. I had to choose either between Swanee or Cumberland. So then, um, all of a sudden, my dad's alma mater, uh, Tennessee Tech University, the head coach called me because he said he would give me a call after, um, you know, the I get after uh, the next day. So. Next day come and every athlete knows that if a coach says that they're gonna call you, they fifty percent of chance they won't. So it's a fifty you got a fifty fifty chance of getting the call, so got the call. Um after I got that call, well when I got the call, he was like, Man, what's up? You know, how you doing and whatever. Cause the coach coached my dad in uh college, so he knew me. Uh, as my dad's son, so he coached me. I mean, he didn't coach me; he coached my dad. But um, he knew me real, real like real personally. Like he he seen me play, and his sons uh, were my friends growing up in uh, grade school, well, in elementary school. So he was like, "Man, what's up? How you doing? How's the knee?" And when he said, "How's the knee?" I just thought. Well, it's about to be one of those type coaches that doesn't that doesn't want to take me because of something that happened almost four years ago. So then he was like, "Man, the bad news is that we don't have a spot. We don't have an official. We can't give you official offer yet." So immediately, I brought. I was just upset. I was like, "Well, there goes my chance, like to go to a D one school." But then um, he said, but we can give you a PWO. And the PWO is a preferred walking on spot to earn your official scholarship. Because like all the seniors, I couldn't get the official offer because like all the seniors got, held, got another year back. So yeah, so that happened. And then he said, we can give you PWO and you can walk on here and you'll go to summer camp with us. And I was so grateful for the opportunity. I was, I'm happy. I was happy. I was like, man, one life decision I made changed for the better. And now I'm just, I'm so happy. Like, I can't imagine like if if I never would have, um, you know, went through everything, this would never happen. So now I'm going to as of right now. Well, as of like for the next four years, I'll be attending Tennessee Tech University to play football in the fall. But more of the story is, um, don't take life for granted, man, because 
you know, it, well, if you do take life for granted right now, really, really try to look on the brighter side of things and make sure you know why you have, uh, be blessed at what you got because it could all be taken away and your chances could be, uh, your chances could uh, be taken away from you if you're not, you know, humble and don't stay to the course and don't uh, and think you're better than everybody because every, there's everybody out here is working to be better than everybody, basically. So, with that being said, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, stay tuned for episode two, and we're going to be talking about depression. Rakhalin's out. Peace.